Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A couple of pretty big ticket items going around the world of soccer slash football at the moment. One regarding the, the upcoming Women's FIFA World Cup and the other regarding the A-League and domestic footy here in Australia. Craig Foster, of course, made his name as a player and a football pundit, but stands for so much more than all of that, of course, right now in the modern Australia in which we all live. has been good enough to join us to have a chat about uh, both of those. Hey, Craig, thanks for your time. Always a pleasure, guys. What hope have we got of, of this second tier? The, the, the submissions have now been put by Football Australia for, for teams who meet a pretty stringent criteria to form a second tier. It will presumably allow promotion relegation A-league-wise, but a couple of things need to happen before that's going to... What, what do you think the likelihood is that this will actually come to, to be? Well, um, I'm not privy to the discussions that have occurred behind, and I'd imagine there would have been some preliminary discussions with some of the larger second-tier clubs around the country, obviously, and that consultation uh, has arrived at a position where uh, an expression of interest uh, and submissions has been asked for from the football community. There, As you said, there's some pretty stringent requirements around it, So that, and, and they're talking about 10 to 16 teams, uh, the requirements of a minimum number of staff, which is around 12, that it is, a, it is going to be a professional environment with you know, salaries paid 52 weeks a year. And so, that, so Football Australia has rightly put some uh, guidelines around what the competition looks like. But they're talking about starting March next year, March mm. uh, 2024. And so that's not a lot of time. So I'm hoping that there's been a lot of work done already. They're saying that the submissions will in some way define and shape what the competition looks like, I guess... I guess what that means is, you know, if they get 10 outstanding submissions, then it's a 10, uh, yep. you know, a 10 club league. Yep. Um, but aside, of, aside from that, the, rig, the big problem that the game's had over the last 15 years is just the lack of resources. And so, you know, we've, we've been uh, ploughing everything into the professional game in a really competitive sports environment, trying to find the right solutions, you know, whether it's bringing players in from abroad and how to engage with fans. And in going through that process... They've made the call now that it's time to expand um, the, the, to a second professional level. They're talking about uh, promotion and relegation, which everyone knows and, and you know, wants at some point, you know, at, at, at the relevant point in football. Uh, and, of course, we need expansion of opportunities for players and coaches and administrators because, you know, one tier is simply not enough. Hey, Craig, uh, the big issue here, and we, we make the assumption, and you've alluded to it, that this may mm. result in a, a promotion and relegation. But with the way it's structured up now, we saw a couple of years ago where the A-League has become almost... Um, uh, not excluded, but that they run autonomously to mm -hmm. a certain extent. Uh, none of the could this still work if the A League said, "Listen, knock yourself out, boys. You're happy to have it, but if you think we're going to have a pro promotion and relegation, yeah, yeah. you're kidding yourself." Is there that? Is there any authority mm -hmm. from Soccer Australia to force them to a promotion and relegation system? Mm, that's a good question. Um, 
Oh, I think it's unlikely at the moment, given that the professional game has separated itself um, mm. and become independent only in the last, let's say, 18 months or so. Uh, created a new uh, body um, and, uh, and, you know, Australian professional leagues, which means, you know, the, the male and female. And now is really still in the in like the second first and a half season of bringing that to life and trying to understand you know how it is that they're going to take the competition forward after it was owned by Football Australia. So um, the the issue of promotion and relegation is a very sensitive one because as you say it is a closed competition currently mm. the A leagues uh, and. Uh, what that means is that the owners have a license for a certain period of time. Mm, mm. And so that license can't be disturbed unless they decide to open that up, which is highly unlikely. So it is a matter of timing, but the second division will need to be started and will need a number of years to become sustainable, to be at a high enough level, uh, and will have to find its own financial sustainability prior to some time down the track, and I don't quite, I can't, I can't really speculate on when that would be, but it's likely at the at the next juncture when those licences for the professional clubs are renewed. At that point, the game would be seeking to say, okay, now is the time when we start promotion and relegation. Craig, the other big issue is this sponsorship deal that FIFA seems to have done with Visit Saudi for the FIFA Women's World Cup that we're hosting with New Zealand in, in July and August. Um, clearly, there's some disquiet around this for a whole lot of obvious reasons. Mm. Is there anything, to your knowledge, is there anything that the local authorities can do to seek some clarity or, or get this changed? Mm. Well, uh, they have sought clarity. So we've, uh, you know, I've, I've read a piece by Vince Regari in the Simone Herald this morning, which, which has quoted the letter from Football Australia and New Zealand Football Federation that's gone to FIFA. And if that is accurate, and I can only assume it is, then it's reasonably strong. And, and actually, I applaud Football Australia for the content of that letter and yep. Chris Nickow, the chair. It's not often that we see really strong action taken from Football Australia and many federations around the world. The reason, because of the political nature of the game. And we are, you know, we're involved in Asian football and, of course, you know, as a member of FIFA, and therefore they tend to be very conditioned by that. But the response that I've read this morning is very, very strong, and, and it talks about, you know, the in, in, incongruity between the male guardianship system and the breaches of women's rights and LGBTI criminalisation in Saudi Arabia, and then, you know, the inherent values and messaging of the Women's World Cup. And, and what's really is, I think... Um, uh, you know, uh, giving pause for thought for all of the community and the players is the fact that, you know, if you look at the players that it's going to be playing, and, and let's take the Matildas, for example, uh, the majority of them, uh, if they were Saudi, would be criminalised and in prison yeah. for, on the basis of their sexuality, and they would be considered legal minors throughout the duration of their life. So it's simply not possible. Now, can... Um, I don't know. I haven't seen the letter. So has Football Australia and New Zealand asked for uh, that... Uh, sponsorship to be rescinded. I haven't seen that, and, and quite frankly, I would doubt it. Um, but what's my, well, most important now is that the players are certainly going to say something, mm. is that the athletes both here and all around the world make their view very, very clear, uh, and they, don't, they, they think it's absolutely inappropriate, and call on FIFA uh, to withdraw that sponsorship. Is that possible? Well, um, anything's possible. 
Um, you know, if and because the power is in the hands of the athletes, and if they step aside now, which the males were un, unable to do and unwilling to do, and weakly uh, back down in the Qatar World Cup when they wanted to wear those colourful rainbow armbands, if the if the women of the Women's World Cup, let's say the captains of a whole range of uh, prominent countries, including ours, uh, stood and said, "Listen, we're not we're not competing," you know, if this because this this is simply not acceptable, um, then there'd only be one choice left open to FIFA, I'd imagine. Mm. Well, it'll be fascinating to see if there is a will to make the statement in the first place, Craig, and then stand by it when the um, inevitable pressure comes to bear, as we as we saw in the in the men's World Cup uh, uh, late last year. Um, it okay. is going to be one to watch. Uh, hey, mate, as is always the case, it's great to have you on the show. We appreciate you making yourself available, yes. like you do all the time. Thanks for being part of it this afternoon. My pleasure, guys. Always happy to talk to you too. Ah, oh, you're a good Craig man. Foster, that, one of that makes me feel of, so good. One of the all-time, one of the great mm. modern Australians. This bloke, beyond what he's done on the sporting field. Oh no, as a humanitarian, elite. I, I, I'd like, I'd like to see him take a more prominent role in Australia. A bit more official. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see him even stepping up a bit. Uh, you get my vote.